Something that you have to do for your business is advertising. Content is advertising. And where are people's eyeballs? They are not staring at the billboards. They're not in the newspapers. They're not even listening to the radio anymore. They are in their phones looking at social media. So how do you get in their phones? How do you get in front of their face? You produce your own content. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou. People are so busy and right boy, now, right? Incredible, like, people are busier than they've ever been. They need to today. be doing two Today's things at once. So if they're watching dear friend of mine. they want to be She's learning something. She's my sister from another mister. She is one of the world's leading gym, thought leaders when it comes so to, to creating content and using it to power your brand forward through the magic of podcasting. I am speaking, of course, of none other than the one, the only the legendary Laura Stewart. Welcome to the show, Laura. Nikki, I love you so much. You always bring so much energy. Thank you so much for having me. I definitely don't necessarily deserve that type of introduction, but I I appreciate it. I beg to differ. You deserve that and more. You're amazing. (laughs) You're amazing. So, Laura, listen, I'm so excited to have you here. I know that you are doing some incredible things with the one, the only, the legendary Jazz Takar in the world of podcasting. You guys have started a brand new media company, and I can't wait to talk about it. But before we get into it, my listener needs to get to know you because my listener is a man, is a woman who believes in the magic of freedom, free expression, and free enterprise. They're one of society's heroes because they've got the guts to get out there in business for themselves. They've got a vision they want to make come alive. And they come to this show and they listen to you and to my guest because they want to learn from you. But before they can really open their hearts and souls to you, They need to get to know you. So tell us your backstory. How'd you get to be the great Laura Stewart? (laughs) I I definitely think I'm still working on becoming the great Laura Stewart (laughs) because it's it's always a work in progress. But, you know, I, I can tell you how I got to where I am today. And it's probably not the typical entrepreneurial story. I definitely was not that type of kid who was selling things door to door and, and, you know, the taking stuff from, from one kid and selling it to another or, or bargaining and anything like that. I was not that child, but I would say my, my story kind of just unfolded naturally, just letting the world play itself out. I went to my undergraduate degree is in science. I wanted to be a nutritionist or so I thought when I was 17 years old and I thought I had the world figured out soon into that degree, I kind of realized you know, I don't really have anything in common with the people that I'm in class with. And, you know, maybe that says something. Unfortunately, I didn't have the fortitude to to quit at that time. You know, there's peer pressure and there's societal pressure. And I had already put two years into the program. So I decided to just finish the program. So I finished after four years, but then I was essentially starting brand new at 22 years old. And I was thinking, what do I want to do in my life? I have a chance for a brand new start. What do I want to do? So I was taking a look at some of my hobbies, like what are, what are things I dabble in and things that excite me and that I do and not get paid for them. And that I do and time seems to just pass. And I really had you know, a knack for, for fashion and, and 
fashion history and putting outfits together. My friends would always kind of consult with me on what they should wear out to the bar that night. And so I was kind of the fashionista of the group. So I thought, well, maybe that's my calling in life. Um, so what I did was intern. Uh, for anyone looking to to change uh, industries and they don't know where to start, I always suggest interning. It's a great place to start. You can get your foot in the door in a lot of places if you just choose to work for free. So what I got to do was work for Holt Renfrew, which is one of Canada's uh, Canada's leading uh, luxury department store. And I was working in their buying department, so in the corporate office. And I, I got to do that for two years. And I, I must admit, it was really exciting at first because I was in downtown Toronto and everyone was so fabulous. But what I learned early on is that some things are sexier from the outside than they are from the inside. And when I was on the inside, I kind of realized, look, I'd rather be a person who gets to buy clothes full price at, at Holt Renfrew than gets the discount and can hardly make it work from buying for Holt Renfrew. So I said, you know what? This isn't for me either. So now I'm 26 and I'm starting new again. So I decide, what do I want to do in life? And I decided to go back to do my MBA. Wow. Why? I, yeah, just really because I thought, you know what? I don't know. I don't have a calling. You know, some people are looking for their calling. I didn't have a calling. Nothing yeah. was speaking to me. So I said, let me go back to school. Education can't hurt. Um, and who knows? Maybe I'll meet some incredible people and there'll be a great opportunity. In the meantime, during the day, I was a nanny. So I nannied during the day. You know, I'm picturing you at 26 years old. All your friends, they're starting to get like their first, um, like they'll, they'll be getting different jobs and they'll be getting promotions and they're making more money. And here I am taking a step back to become a nanny. Um, but did my MBA on the side in the evenings, I met some incredible people, but what I really loved about that program was the marketing component, the branding, the personal branding, the communications, um, advertising, everything that was wrapped up into that. I decided to become a, a real estate agent at the same time, and I thought I could utilize everything I learned in my in my MBA to become a real estate agent, and, and I wanted to be the biggest, baddest, best real estate agent that anyone's ever seen. I wanted to change the industry for the better and, and, and you know, leave my legacy in that respect because, you know, Nikki, real estate agents were not very popular in the community. <laughs> um, you know, I think, it, I think it goes like people hate lawyers the most and then real estate agents. Like they, we just have a sleazy kind of, uh, well, that's a poor branding right there. That's what we're known as. Right. And in doing so, that's when I met jazz Tacker, who you had mentioned earlier. And from there on, I, I mean, the rest is history. We can get right into it, but I, I, I decided to work for a team. So I'm even looking to get into real estate. I think it's advantageous to, to join a team because you're going to get to learn from people who are already doing what you want to do and they're doing it better. And you'll hopefully cut your learning time uh, in half. And that's really what I did. And I foraged um, my nice little niche place on the team. Um, I Again, because I wasn't that natural salesperson, I think it, it was it would have been tough for me to do it alone. And what I found was what I, what I brought to the table was my marketing, branding, uh, systems, that I learned in, in school and everything else that I had learned along the way. I mean, I got to bring a fairly unique background to the table. Um, and, and I kind of made myself indispensable really like, uh, jazz couldn't get rid of me. I was like, I, you guys need new branding. You need a podcast jazz. You need a podcast. You need new branding. And it really was a lot of fun for me. And I got to sell real estate and do the marketing component on the side. So that's kind of where I, where I, I'm at right now, I guess that's how I got to be right here. That's all fantastic stuff. And I know that without you, Jazz would have never started the podcast. I know that for a fact. 
And when he started the podcast, you know, he uh, he initially, right off the bat, made a big splash. And you were a big part of making that happen. So talk to me about how all that evolved into this new venture that you and, you and Jazz have gotten out into the marketplace yeah. right now. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's so interesting. I didn't I didn't necessarily have the confidence to do like my own podcast or to really start producing content for myself. <laughs> I kind of was able to use Jazz as the guinea pig. He had so much confidence. He'd been in sales and service for 15 plus years. Um, he knew how to speak to people. He, you know, he he just had a lot of confidence. And I was still learning that component for myself. And so when jazz came to me and was like, I, you know, I want to kind of put myself out there. I want to be the face of the company. And I, I think a neat way to do that is this thing called podcasting. And honestly, Nikki, I didn't even know what podcast was, but I was like, whatever it is, I think you'll be great at it. And I'm going to teach myself about it. So I went home every night and, and went on YouTube and learned all about podcasting. This is in 2018. And so in Canada, podcasting hadn't really taken off here yet. Um, hence why I didn't even know really about it and what it w- entailed, but I thought jazz would be perfect for us. So we started with an audio only podcast. And I, I think that's a great place for people to start who are looking to produce content. They want to produce a show or, or something, some type of macro piece of content. Audio only takes away the component of the video, which generally speaking, takes away a lot of the fear. And that that's what worked for jazz. Now that doesn't work for everybody. Some people love the video right off the bat. Some people hate both audio and video. And I, I suggest, well, why don't you try a blog first? You know, sometimes just getting your words out and, and let, putting them out there for the world to see is hard enough for people. And so, you know, start with whatever you're comfortable with and let's take baby steps. So we did that. Um, and I was really kind of, like you said earlier, the, the brains behind um, the podcasting venture, so to speak. I kind of ran all the tech stuff, which is ironic because if anyone who knows me is listening, is like, Laura's the least tech person <laughs> in the world. But you know, that's the beauty of it. You can figure so much stuff out. And at the beginning, nothing has to be good. People put too much pressure on themselves to produce this beautiful piece of video content that they're going to get a million views in their first time they post it. That's not the real world. Yes. Does that happen to a couple people? Sure. Every now and then it does. But the average person, you got to put the time in, you got to, you got to put the reps in. And so that's what we did. And in time, when it became more fruitful, we hired on other people to help real experts who could take me kind of off doing the nitty gritty and the, the audio, making sure the audio was good and posting it to YouTube and Libsyn and everywhere we, we posted it. We decided to add on at that same time, a video component because we had an actual videographer and in doing so in, Jazz would bring me on every now and then. And this is kind of where I got my kind of comfort level because he would bring me as, as a guest. I was only on a guest maybe the first two years, like three times. And that got me comfortable, more comfortable with speaking on camera. And then now, you know, fast forward a couple of years, I have my own show. And here I was a person who couldn't even imagine being under, in front of the camera uh, in 2018. And so it's it's really amazing just by... Putting, surrounding yourself with the right people, the people who believe in what you believe in, and you're all working towards a common ground, and also knowing that it's okay to take a step back. It's okay to be the person behind the scenes. You don't, not everybody is made to be the spotlight person. And if you surround yourself with people like that, it's incredible what you can accomplish. And so I helped uh, REC, which is the real estate company, work on their branding and, and produce more content. I obviously helped Jazz with 
his branding of his podcast and helped him produce more content. And now we own this new company called From the Ground Up Media, or FIGU, we like to call it, the acronym, <laughs> F-U-G-U, media. What's well, like Google, like what's Google even mean, right? So we were like, what's a cool word that people can just say and it's going to become its own thing? So we'll see, we'll see if this takes off or not. But what happened, Nikki, was that a number of real estate agents started asking Jazz and myself, how are you guys producing this much content? And how do I produce this much content? And we would meet with everybody because our real macro thesis on it all is, the pie's big enough, right? Like there's more than enough to go around for everybody. And at the end of the day, the cream will rise to the top. If that's the saying, I'm terrible at saying, but if that's the saying, that's, that's what I mean. And, and so we just would tell everybody exactly what they needed to do. We started giving guides to people like, here's how you're going to produce 23 pieces of content every single day. And here's who you need to hire if you have a budget to hire people. But of course, I would tell them, you don't need to hire anyone from the start. Just spend a little time on YouTube. You'll figure it out. And what would happen was months later, we would ask people, well, how'd it go? Did you start a podcast? Did you start a show? And people would say, no, I don't have time. And then all of a sudden, the excuses would come. And some of them are, are legit excuses. I'm not trying to undermine the excuses, but excuses nonetheless. And that's when the idea of Fitigu came out because we said, you know, the hard part is always in the execution. People might understand things from a macro level and they might have the desire to do things, but Life happens, things come up and other things take priority, particularly in real estate. I mean, if, if a client calls, you're dropping everything for the client, screw your podcast, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And so we said, well, this, is my, this might be an interesting opportunity to start a business to help people produce more content. And that was really the, the thinking behind the business, which is amazing, I think, because never in my wildest dreams did I say, I'm gonna own a media company. That has never dawned on me, that's never been a dream of mine. But here I am owning a media company and now I can't picture my life without it. And I think it's so fantastic that if you just are open to it, to opportunity and to life happening to you sometimes and you're open to seeing where it takes you, um, amazing things can happen. And and that's where, I, where I'm at right now. And that's how, how uh, Fittigoo came to life. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'll tell you something. The whole concept of it makes a lot of sense because let's face it, real estate industry is a pretty insular industry, right? People inside real estate, what they care about is they care about uh, selling homes and number of transactions a year. I think it's a little misguided because if your focus was on adding value, creating things that people want and caring about your fellow man and woman, like you folks at REC have had as your focus ever since I've known you and Jazz and the late, great Simon Giannini, they do a lot better. So the fact that you guys have decided, hey, we've got a way to help people win, and because they've seen us do it and seen us win, they're more open to it, I think is incredible. So how long has Fidigu been out right now as a, as a going concern? Well, Fitigu, um, really, I, I guess we got our first client uh, within like a week of, of starting. And the company has been around for, for just over two months now. We're up wow. to, to, I think, 10 clients. Um, it's Incredible. actually been a fast growth. Like for, when, when you think of uh, new businesses, they don't usually grow very quickly, right? No. Um, but we, what we did was let's just touch our network, people who already knew what we were doing, they were almost already asking us for the service. So the phone call was easy because we were already providing the value to people. We were giving them all the education. We were giving it for free, right? We were telling people exactly what they needed to do. If you teach people how to do something on their own, 
generally speaking, they come back. And you were mentioning REC and what we do there. We have a book that teaches people how to buy, sell, and invest in real estate on your own. If you want to list your own home, here's how you do it. And here's the beauty of that. Most people, they don't have the time or they do have the time, but they just don't care. Or they understand like, hmm, maybe I should be using an expert to sell my home versus myself, given that it's my largest asset. And so guess what happens? They come back to the person who gave it to them for free. I think where people fall short is they don't have the patience to wait it all play out. And that's the exact same thing that happened with Fitigu. We, we had been giving away this information for free for years already. So the, the company came out of necessity. It wasn't like we had this idea one day and said, do you think this would work? And we started a company and then we had to go find clients. It was the clients that already found us. They were almost begging us to do it. And so that made opening the business a, a no-brainer because we already could start uh, talking to our, our database right off the bat. So it's been it's been more successful than I could have thought so far, but we obviously have a lot more work to do for sure. So walk me through exactly how it works. Let's say I'm a real estate agent and I'm interested in becoming a Fitigu client. So walk me through the process. Yeah, generally speaking, what I would suggest to the average real estate agent who's who's new or a veteran, um, particularly for people who have been in the industry for a little bit longer. And I only say that because they probably have the funds to spend on such a service. Um, but let's scrap the service for, for, for the sake of this conversation. Let's say I was teaching you how to produce content on your own. My advice to you would be to think of content as something that you have to do for your business. It is advertising. Content is advertising. And where are people's eyeballs? They are not staring at the billboards on the highway. They're not in the newspapers. They're not even listening to the radio anymore. They are in their phones looking at social media. So how do you get in their phones? How do you get in front of their face if they're not paying attention to billboards and radio and newspapers? You produce your own content. So I always say the best way to start is by producing a macro piece of content. What do I mean by that? A podcast audio only platform or a video podcast or, or a video show or a blog. Um, but for, for the sake of today, let's use the video show that we're going to produce, right? So you only need to think about producing one show, say every single week. And if that sounds like too much, great. Let's start with once a month. When you first start smart, start small, make it easy on yourself and then grow into it. So once per month, you're going to produce a macro piece of content. What you can do as a real estate agent is you can just do the show yourself and speak to the camera. And if you like, if you have the gift of gab, great. You'll just talk to the camera and that'll be your macro piece of content. You could also consider having on guests or doing it with a, a partner. Maybe there's, maybe you work on a team and you want to team up and do it together. And you guys are speaking back and forth and it's just a dialogue and everyone else is just kind of the fly on the wall listening. Or like I said, you could have industry experts. Maybe you bring on a mortgage broker, a lawyer, uh, an appraiser, and you ask them, what do people need to look for when getting their house inspected? Um, or you bring on real stories. One of our, our most listened to podcasts is not the celebrities that we've brought on. Because we've had some, some great real estate celebrities like the Ryan Serhants and the Tracy Tudors, the Josh Altman's of Million Dollar Listing. Those are not our most viewed shows. Our most viewed shows are the average real estate uh, investor who has, uh, I can think her name is Sue, for example, and she went from zero to 11 properties in one year. And we send that video to our database. Anytime someone joins our family, our REC family, 
can we send them that video so they can say, here's a dream, here's what's possible. So that, so it's sometimes in the, in the real stories where you're going to get the most meat. So now you've produced your one macro piece of content, maybe anywhere between 30 minutes and an hour, let's say. And then what you do is you take that macro piece, you put that on the YouTubes and you steal the audio out and put that on Libsyn. So it broadcasts it to all podcast platforms. So now you have your macro piece of content. That's not where you end it though. You take that macro piece of content and you slice and dice it into what we call micro pieces of content. So maybe around the 28th minute, your, uh, your inspector said something that was just gold and you were having a great conversation. There's about one minute in there. That's just really good content. We take that minute, you slice it up and you put that on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, maybe there's something you can do on TikTok, and you can kind of format it to be a, a shorter form video. And you try and be on as many social media platforms as possible so that you're in front of as many eyes as possible. It's, and it's never just about always saying, go to my YouTube page, go to my Libsyn page, go to my YouTube page. It's about just giving the content away for free. You're never pushing people anywhere. You're not asking anything from anybody. You're not, you're not doing any of that. You're not selling because then you're the sale, the sleazy salesman. Just give away the content for free. Don't ask for anything. No call to action. That's what's worked best for us. And it's, it's, it's allowed our business to grow like our real estate business. I'd say, well, let me just put it in perspective. So in 2017, we were number seven in the country. And last year we were number two in the country. Wow. And I attribute a big, big portion of that to the content and the branding that we've, we've changed over the last couple of years. I think that's spectacular. So, okay. So I, I like it. Now let's say I want to engage with you. How would you, how would you like bring me on board? Like, what would it look like? What would you tell me you do for me? Yeah, what we normally do is we'll have about an hour conversation with every client that we we bring on board to try and get an idea of what it is they're looking to do. I have some clients who say, I only want to speak about real estate. I want to be a real estate guru. That's it. And I do caution them by saying that I think that might be a little closed-minded based on experience because we our podcast started as a educational podcast for real estate only. But what happened is, is if people are not in the mindset of wanting to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, you're going to lose them. They won't want to watch your content. Like if I'm not planning on selling my home, I don't really care about information on how to sell my home. So how else do you engage with them? So what we did was we broadened the topics to include other entrepreneurs. So we would bring on guests who have done amazing things in in different industries. And we would speak to them and, and learn from them about uh, you know, anything from their businesses, their life story, whatever it is to, to help engage with our, our database. But some people, like I said, just want to speak to real estate. I always say, look, I'd rather you start there and again, grow into it than try to push my thinking down your throat. We have other clients who say, you know what? I want to be a neighborhood specialist. I really, I farm a neighborhood and I, I really want to talk to the business owners in the neighborhood. I want to go to the gyms. I want to go to the uh, the hair salons. Uh, I want to go speak to the guy that owns the cheese place and, and help educate my potential client base on how great this neighborhood is and who's the people they need to know. And then we have other people who have a larger calling than that. We have somebody who wants to, um, you know, help save animals. And she and she goes around and she speaks to people at different shelters, animal shelters. Um, while also speaking about real estate with other clients, but she kind of dabbles in these other things so that she's known as, yes, the real estate person, but also a very loving 
and you know, uh, just a, a gift to the world to help concern herself with these animals, right? So people get to know you on more of a personal level. So we'll do a deep dive for about an hour or so on what that might look like and what are your interests? Where do you want to take the show? Do we want to do an audio only show? Do we want to do a video only show? We, we tend to push for the video because that's really where you're going to be able to get the most stuff to post. Um, we talk about branding. Do they have branding like a logo or a, a, a team name and they want to continue using that or are they looking to venture and do something different? And what does that might look like and feel like? And what colors do you like? We really try to get to know the person because we want to make it customized. The last thing I want to do for any of my clients is stick them all in that template box. There's a lot of media companies out there who will help you produce um, very basic content. They will give you the same picture that they'll give somebody else. And you're all posting the same thing online and it doesn't have your face on it. It doesn't have your coloring on it, not even your branding. I, I don't even like to put that much branding on the actual content that I post on, uh, on social media, but it doesn't have the right look and feel because they're just painting you with the same brush as everyone else. There's a, those are a dime a dozen. What we want to do here is really give you what we call your personalized media squad. So if you have a, a an interesting event that you're going to be at, maybe you're putting on a charity event for your, for your clients. I mean, you want someone there to film it. We got the, we got the team to send over there. Maybe you, you have no interest in doing that, but you want to continue on with the show. We'll help you find guests. We'll help you produce the show. We edit the show. We put everything up where it needs to go and we'll give you all of the social media content. Um, so it, it really is quite complicated, which is why we wanted to start um, so small with just a handful of clients right off the bat. Um, I do think we, we, obviously have the capacity to take on more clients. It's just that each person, particularly when you're getting started, has such a ramp up because we want to make sure that they feel they're getting something that speaks to them as a person. And that's going to speak to the clientele they're looking to reach. Yeah, I totally get that. I'm telling you what, I think this is really, really great. So I was telling Jazz, you guys got to start yourself a, an, an affiliate program soon. And um, start talking to folks like me and some other folks who work with a lot of agents and get them to put you in front of those agents. Because what you do, in my opinion, is something that a lot of agents are going to want. Here's my thoughts on this. Right now, there are 1.8 mm -hmm. million podcasts in the world. Podcasting is the fastest growing medium for publishing your uh, own content and for reaching an audience that exists in the world today. There are over 2.5 billion podcast episodes downloaded every single month 2.5 billion with a b this number is growing it's not shrinking if you're in business for yourself and you're not taking advantage of the power of podcasting shame on you i don't disagree it's 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 been a game changer for us and like i said even if you want the video component you have to pull out the audio and and post it to podcast because nine times out of ten people people are so busy right now right like People are busier than they've ever been and they need to be doing two things at once. So if they're washing dishes, they want to be learning something. If they're walking their dog, they want to be learning something. If they're at the gym, they want to be learning something. And so you need to be the person that makes yourself available so that they can learn about the thing that you're hoping to teach during times that are convenient to them. Right? So that's yeah. where that's where podcasting comes into play. I got to tell you, it's very important. It's very powerful. I think what you're doing is important. I think the fact that you're 
in business right now, walking the talk, makes your organization so different from so many others. And I tell you, Laura, you, your enthusiasm is infectious. It's the kind of thing that makes me want to go, wow, I know about two dozen realtors, and I want to introduce them all to you guys. Well, I would love that, first and foremost, but so thank you. But that wasn't the, you know, the my my goal at being here today. I really, like, I want people to succeed. I, I've had Amen, so sister. many different careers. Speak you know, I've had so many different careers, right? And I know what it feels like to be stuck in a career that you hate. And if and and to and then to start over and everything that comes along with it, the embarrassment, what you're worrying about, what your friends are gonna think, what everyone's gonna think. You wanna find that thing that makes you tick. And if I can help people get the word out, it doesn't even have to be real estate. Fitigu definitely like we have our first client actually who's not a real estate agent. Um, so it doesn't have to be real estate, but people are starting to understand the importance of personal brands and the doors that it opens. And I just want to be able to open doors for people because there were people who opened doors for me, Jazz being one of those people. And I'm so forever grateful for people like that. And now it's my turn to give back. And I think this is a great way. And the, the beauty is, is as of right now, I'm still a practicing real estate agent. So I understand what people are looking for. I'm not just from the outside looking in, thinking that I could provide a service. I have actually used my own service. I use my own service. Um, to, to, to get content out and to get the word out for whatever it is I'm looking to do. Um, and so I, you know, I, I think that there's, um, there's more than enough to go around the, the pie is big enough. And if not, we'll just bake more pies. And so I'm here to, to hopefully leave a bit of a legacy for myself and that giving back more than I took. And I think that's the the beauty behind Fitigu, the beauty behind what Jazz and I have been able to accomplish here at REC. And, um, I mean, Nikki, you know, we've been friends a long time, as you've mentioned, and I know you, you're cut from the same cloth as we are. So I appreciate Amen. all the help you've ever given us. Oh, it's my pleasure. And I appreciate all the help you guys have given uh, Teresa and I as well. I mean, Jazz uh, was a moderator on, on a podcast guesting uh, workshop that I did, and he was awesome, you know, teaching people how to um, basically be the kind of guest that a podcast host would want to have on their show. And he had a lot of good things to say. So I always have appreciated uh, the fact that uh, you and Jazz and Simeon and the rest of the team, you're, you're always about giving first. So God bless your heart. Well, thank you. And I just want to make a point to anyone who's listening who's like, I don't know how to do this. I can't be a podcast host. You cannot compare your first episode to somebody's 360th episode. Amen. You know what I mean? Like, you, everyone starts somewhere. Jazz was awful, just so everyone knows. I, I saw him in front of a stage, a group of people shortly after Simon passed, who, who you had mentioned. He was terrible. And I said, who the hell is that? Who is that person? And he just, he was trying to be somebody he wasn't. Be yourself and then practice. You're only going to get better by practicing. Your first is going to suck. Your second one's going to suck. Your third one's probably going to suck too. Mine I'm, I'm growing every day. I'm growing and I'm learning something new and I'm getting feedback. But the only way I can get the feedback is by having the guts to put myself out there in the first place. So you just got to have the guts to do it. And I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. Not necessarily because your business is going to be way bigger than you thought. I'm telling you, it's going to change the way you look at yourself. It's going to change the way you feel about yourself. And in a couple of years, you're going to look back and say, wow, I am not that person anymore. And it, it's, it's really incredible to see the changes that happen over time just by 
um, getting rid of that fear, getting rid of the naysayers in your life, shutting up that noise and, and doing something that's for you and the confidence that you're going to have later on. I, it's, it's night and day. And so I think that's the greatest thing. That's the greatest gift to give anybody is just that self-assurance and self-confidence. So hopefully people get that. Um, again, whether they work with us or not, if you just do it on your own, I hope that that's a lesson that everyone, everyone gets in life. Honestly, I think, um, what you said right now is so bang on. Everyone who's in business can benefit from this and you got nothing to lose. Give it a shot. You know, starting your own podcast can be a game changer for you. And if you need help, then, you know, Fitigu is a great place for you to come and check all this stuff out. So we're going to make sure that all that information is going to be in the show notes for people to be able to, to get a hold of you. And Laura, I'm telling you, um, I'd love to come on your show. I'd love to chat about some of the things we talked about. I'd love to find a way for us to uh, team up and do some things together. I think um, what you guys have to offer could be valuable to a lot of the people I know. And I think once you've got a big enough group of people that have done your programs, maybe some of the seminars that I do around how to select the right guests for your show, how to be a great guest on other shows to promote yourself might be valuable for people to hear about too. So I'd love to love to explore how else we can play together because you know I love you and Jazz and I just want to do more things oh, with know. you. Be nice if we can make we, some money we, while we a, do it too. So. <laughs> there's a thousand ways I know that we'll uh, that we can work together. And I, and I just know in our lives, we're, we're going to cross paths so many more times, Nikki. And, uh, so I definitely appreciate it. And I will, you know, you've given me some great food for thought today. So I appreciate your insights on this. And I, I look forward to, to what we, uh, what we're going to be able to do together for sure. Me too. Me too. Okay. So Laura, how do people get a hold of you guys? How do people jump on your calendar if they're interested in exploring how to do this with you guys? Yeah. I mean, I guess there's two ways you can do it. So you can go to fitagumedia.com. So that's F-T-G-U media.com where we have information on the subscription packages and exactly what we offer. Um, everything's customizable. So don't get uh, too freaked out if you don't fit into the pretty little boxes that we've created. Everything is really just to give you a sense of what's possible. Or secondly, follow us on, on Instagram at Fitigu Media, F-T-G-U Media, and take a look at some of the things we've done there. We have some profile pieces for some of the clients that we've been working with, um, and it's been a lot of fun. And then, of course, if you want to talk you and you and you want to take this to the next level, feel free to reach out to me. Again, the probably easiest way to contact me is just DM me through Instagram. So I'm Laura Stewart T.O., um, Nikki, hopefully maybe you could put some of that information, L-A-U-R-A-S-T-E-W-A-R-T-T-O. And uh, we'll, we'll make sure we get in contact with you. All of that's going in the show notes. All of it. So, <laughs> so listener, Laura Stewart, T.O., she is the real deal. What she's created has really made a massive game-changing difference for a very good close personal friend of mine. And together, they have taken his business to the highest of heights in the real estate space in Toronto. He has got the number two team in the country, and I know it's just a matter of time before they hit number one. I know it. Well, we were, I got to admit, we were number one the year prior, but someone snuck up on us. So never get lazy. I can tell you that. We, we, we're always looking to get that title back. Okay, well, there you go. Well, you're going to get back to number one. I know it. I know it. You know it. So that's that. And so, listener, if you're looking for a way to take you from where you are, from tragic to magic, then consider creating your own 
podcast. If you're looking to do it on your own, great. If you're looking to have someone do it for you, that's fantastic too. You know, I've done a bunch of workshops on starting your own podcast, but these guys have taken it to a whole new level where they've got an entire media company that'll do it for you, soup to nuts. You need to look into this. You need to look into this very, very soon because podcasting is a powerful medium, one you need to take advantage of. All the information is going to be in the show notes. And you can find the show notes at thethoughtleaderrevolution.com on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, or anywhere else you happen to listen to our show. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, if you've been asking yourself this question, and the question is, can I be like Laura? Can I be like some of your other guests on the show, Nikki? Can I be somebody that has real, genuine thought leadership that's sought after? Well, the answer to that is, yes, you can. And this is the way to do it. First of all, keep listening to this show and learning from all the phenomenal guests that we have. Listen to the Thought Leader Nuggets that we do on Fridays, where we give you a nugget from the world of thought leadership and how you can take that and and grow your thought leadership to the next level and how you can go from you know, $100,000 a year to a million, $2 million a year within a three-year period. So make sure you take advantage of all of that. Go to the website, though, also, and download the free white paper we have on six steps to growing your coaching or consulting practice. All this is for free. You don't have to pay a penny for it, so take advantage of it. If you want to pay a penny for a couple things, go to Amazon, right, and go buy a couple of my books. So I've got a book called Finish Line Thinking, Got to Think and One Like a Champion. I've got a book called The Thought Leader's Journey, a, F- a Fable of Life, and my brand new book, which is called The Power of Connecting, How to Activate Profitable Relationships by Serving Your Network. All these are great books. I write in a very powerful, energetic High, high energy and positive style. The content is amazing and it's going to help you take your business to the next level. So that costs a couple of bucks, but we're talking about between 20 and 30 bucks a book. So make sure you take advantage of all of this stuff and use it to take your business, your practice to the next level. Laura Stewart, first of all, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your wisdom with me and with my listener. One of the things I like to say is I get to learn from each and every one of my guests. It's like I get a half an hour to an hour free coaching call with each one of my guests. So thank you for delivering that for me today. Thank you, Nikki. And just for the listeners' sake, I have read uh, some of your books and they are incredible. So I'm definitely going to promote that they go out. It's worth it's worth the read. It's worth the buy for sure. I love what you're doing. Thanks so much for bringing all this information and education to the masses. So thank you, Nikki. Oh, God bless your heart for saying that. God bless your heart for saying that. My pleasure. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about today's amazing guest, the one and only Laura Stewart, make sure you go to thethoughtleaderrevolution.com, check out the show notes, or go to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else that you listen to our podcast. Check out all the details. They'll be in the show notes, how to get a hold of her, how to get a call going if you're interested in using Fitigo Media Services to get your own podcast going. And remember, she said they'll customize it for you. So if you don't see, you know, something that exactly fits your situation, they're willing to customize it for you. I say it's worth your time. These are amazing people and you need to take advantage of this. And if you're looking at how you can be a thought leader in your space, how you can take some of your genius and your expertise and turn it into commercial monetizable IP, and grow your practice from wherever it happens to be to anywhere between five, 
10X, even 20X within a three-year period, then make sure you go to eastcircleacademy.com. Take advantage of all the free resources that we offer there. And if all that isn't enough for you, if you want to just sit down and have a conversation about growing your business, I mean, provided that you actually have a real honest-to-goodness business and you're very serious about taking the next level, I offer a complimentary coaching session. Look, coaching with me one-on-one, I just don't do it very much anymore, okay? I I don't have a whole lot of one-on-one clients, but I've decided to open up my calendar to speak to good business people. So make sure you've got a going concern of a business and make sure you're serious about getting to the next level inside of your business. Go in there, click on that button, book your success call, tell me a bit about yourself and what you're trying to do and we'll make sure we have that conversation so we can help you get to the next level because like Laura said, you deserve it. You deserve to be successful. You deserve to be the best version of yourself. And there's good people like Laura Stewart and Nikki Ballou that are willing to give you our, our love, our time, and our expertise to help you get there. So take advantage of it. Until next time, goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. 